Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show online. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places. Or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the associate producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Dave Campbell's Texan Live. She's my Mal Pal. She's your Mal Pal. She's everyone's Mal Pal. It's Mallory Hartley. Hey. Hi, Mallory. Hey. Associate producer who doesn't know baseball. That's fine. We're not a baseball publication. When we pick up baseball, right. then it's like, oh, you, know, you got to figure then it out. Then I got to watch it. I'll watch it then. Can you... <laughs> Are you going to put me on the spot again? Do you think you can name... Like, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to ask you to do it. I'm not going to ask you to do it. Do you think you can name all 30 baseball teams? Um, I think I could get pretty close, but yeah. I don't think I could name every single team, especially the Canadian teams. I think I would. Oh, it's just the Orioles. There's just one of them. Oh no! Oh wait, that's Baltimore. Okay, you know what? Okay, no, 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 no. (laughs) This isn't meant to challenge you or anything like that. I think because unfortunately, you are very much in the majority of people who like don't follow baseball. I know Steph's an Orioles fan, so I just blurted out Orioles Canadian. Steph's gonna be furious with you. (laughs) He's watching the show too. Sorry, Steph. Those other dulcet tones you hear, and he's Canadian, kind of. You know, Uh, I can see how you made the mistake. Uh, And those other dulcet tones you hear belong to Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, our recruiting analyst here. Hey, Powers. What's up, y'all? How are you? Good. I'm just trying to get my body ready for next week, uh, the Texas State 7-on-7 tournament. It's coming. We're going to talk. Woo! Today is Wednesday, June 15th, 2020, 262 days till Thanksgiving. Start planning now. Let's just say that. It's June 15th. Good time to really get your Thanksgiving plans in order. I would say so. Make sure you're ready for this day. You've only got 162 days to prepare, so get with it. Like, just, you know, don't be caught. Don't be caught with your pants down. Uh, happy birthday to Ice Cube, episode 1,405. Nice. On today's show, friends, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Nick Lathley. We're going to break down the latest news and notes from across the state of Texas, and then back out the show. Powers caught up with a buddy of ours, Mike Roach uh, of 247 uh, Horns 247. On 247 Sports, their recruiting editor, to talk. Uh, I haven't seen the interview. I'll be honest, you did this afternoon or this morning. And yep. so, it's great. Um, I'm going to take your word for it, and we'll all find out together coming up with the back half of the program with our friend Mike Roach. Do we have first four through the door? We sure no, do. No. It was Nick Morton, Rob Hadaway, Just Chad, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. Welcome in, Just. It's good to see you. Um, so, let's do this. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruden. 
Burton. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this segment is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express, I don't even know if their sponsorship has expired or anything. We're just going to keep and talking it's a, about them. It's a great time to go out and get an ice-cold, refreshing tea. Sweet tea. Oh, that sounds so good. Sweet tea. As the temperature though. goes up, there's only one good thing to cool you down, and that's half chicken sweet, half sweet tea. I think I will cape. Me. I will cape for the unsweet tea. I, I think I think I've made my opinions uh, known about the uh, the about about sweet tea. Mm, just too sweet for me. I'm just you know. Like, you, you need to get half and half. I'm okay with half and half. I can't like, drink. I can't drink the like the, the sweet tea all. Sweet. You got to get half and half for sweet, it to be unsweet yeah. or and, half and, and half. This is not, doesn't matter. It's all great. That that tea there. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they. I don't know where they get their leaves from, but like wherever they get their leaves, from. Wherever get they, you know where they're getting get it from? from? Heaven. There you go. <laughs> Chicken right. Express tea leaves from heaven. <laughs> this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and next little athlete, a lot to get to. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. Let's go out to Allen. Perhaps you've heard of them. Hmm. Uh, talk about their soon-to-be senior offensive lineman, Casey Carpenter, who picked up a Power Five offer this week from Texas Tech. He's got 16 offers, including uh, the service academies, uh, plus places like Arkansas State, North Texas, Tulsa, Liberty, etc. Um, he transferred in from Midlothian Heritage Correct. Uh, with, uh, I presume this has to do, am I making the connection here? Lee Wigginton brought his dad along on his staff at Allen. Is that is that the, the correction here? Okay. Yep, that's how he got to Allen. And really, um, he he's a really talented offensive lineman. He's a little bit undersized at six foot three, 265 pounds, but he's started to add some positive weight to his frame, and I think that's where you, you've started to see him bluff. I love him as an offensive center prospect. Mm. Plays a lot of tackle at played a lot of tackle at Midlothian Heritage last year, left tackle. He is as technique sound as you will find. As a matter of fact, around the next level athlete uh, camp invite time, Midlow Heritage sent over their recruiting sheet, you know, with their recommendations of players who could come to the camp and so I evaluated you know all the guys who they wanted to get in and this is the one that really jumped their, their quarterback is really good by the way Midlow mm-hmm. Heritage but this is the tape that really jumped out to me because of how technique sound he was um, how good his feet were uh, hand placement he did everything all the little things mm-hmm. right and I remember sending coach Wigington a message back and saying hey this kid could be special at that time he had zero offers and he's kind of blown up now i think he's got 16 scholarship offers uh you mentioned a lot of the the schools that have stepped up but this is a huge one in texas tech because i think that he could go over there fit in with the system and in play center probably at a p5 level and he's only going to get better as he matures and adds mass and strength and the uh, strength and conditioning program and this is a huge pickup for allen too in a way mm-hmm. because their offensive line is good but this makes them, to me, like a. It's a great high school offensive line now. Well, one of the things they were they were worried about, I know at Allen, is that they were going to be that this offensive line was not going to be as strong as it has been in the past years. That's an unfair bar 
I right. mean, because they've had some of the best offensive lines that we've seen in, in high, recent high school football history. But I will say that that adding a guy like uh, adding a guy with the versatility like Casey Carpenter is going to be interesting. And, and I think it's I think it's interesting that you you say that he could play at center because the first thing that I go to is uh, he's you know centers the quarterback of the offensive line right Coach, right coach's kid like yep. all those things tick. There's a lot of things that fall into place here whenever you think about it. Coach's kid, Joey McGuire getting in on him early, things like that. All of these things kind of line up in, as far as making sense. And I'd like to clarify a little bit of a statement, too, when you say undersized. And I say that, and some people would probably hear that as like a critique or a criticism of a prospect. When I say it, I mean that as a complimentary thing because I think that he has the frame mm-hmm. to add to that. So right now, he, you know, he's and we've had guys in here, you know, recruiting experts like Gabe Brooks, where we've discussed like how rankings work and all that. This is a guy who has tremendous upside for frame development, and that's why I think he's a it, throw in all the other intangibles that he have, and I think that he's he's a he's a big time player at the next level. Sixteen offers, despite being quote unquote undersized, right? That that speaks sure. volumes uh, yep. about about Casey Carpenter. Keep an eye on him. Let's go to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is Amarillo Tascosa, t- soon to be senior defensive end. Avion Carter, we've kind of been waiting for this, and what a coup for TCU yep. as Sonny Dykes reels in Avion Carter over offers from places like Texas and Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. He's the number 25 prospect in the DCTF Hot 100, and uh, this is a really impressive get here for TCU. This guy, we've been talking about him for a few years, and right. to get him there in, in Fort Worth is a big-time get for the for the Frogs. I agree 100%, and you got to be able to be competitive up front to keep pressure on the quarterback, especially in the Big 12 where, you know, it's like a pass-happy league to me. There are teams that can run the football, and, you know, like Iowa State is an old-school style football team, but by and large, week in and week out, you're going to be facing teams that are throwing the rock around, and this is the type of guy to keep them honest. You know, um, Mm -hmm. explosive first step, really gets after the quarterback, has the size to move around and, and create mismatches up front, not only at defensive end, but if you wanted to, you know, move him inside to get on an offensive guard and, and create a mismatch, he can do that as well. He's strong enough. He even plays inside already at Tascosa, so he has experience doing that. And he's going to add a lot of uh, weight to his already six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound frame. You know, this is a big dude. Um, dom- dominates the competition out there, and I have to think that the commitment or the signing of Major Everhart last year mm-hmm. also played a role in this recruitment. So uh, TCU is doing a really good job out in West Texas and Amarillo with uh, you know a pair of four stars from Tascosa in the last two classes. And you know, one thing I think is interesting. You know, TCU has always been known for developing defenders, and especially I would say developing. I mean, they've developed them all over the place, but I, I think of guys in the front seven that they've done a really good job of, de- of developing over the course of the, of the Gary Patterson era. I think it's interesting that they are still getting that, and I don't know I don't know what ended up being the deciding factor for Avion Carter. I haven't talked with him, but I will say that it seems like certainly a reputation that TCU has built as a place that you can be an elite defender has carried over to the Sonny Dykes era and has that they haven't said oh well Gary Patterson's gone we're not I'm a I'm a star defensive player I'm not going to go there certainly not the case there for Avion Carter at least no and you 
pair him up with Zach Chapman from mm-hmm. Fort Ben Marshall. I mean, this defensive line class is really coming together. As a matter of fact, um, the top four highest-rated commitments, Avian Carter, Cordell Russell, Zach Chapman, Lafayette Kiowa, these are all guys who other in-state power programs coveted, out-of-state power programs coveted. This is starting to become a pretty good class for TCU. It started off probably – slow um didn't have a lot of commitments but they've really put their uh foot down on the gas pedal and, and are starting to grab some of the top tier recruits in the state it's this week in recruiting with greg powers and next little athlete here on texas football today get involved with the conversation hashtag tf today let's move on to our underclassmen of the week let's talk about a soon-to-be sophomore uh athlete out of colleyville heritage uh riley wormley riley wormley went down to underclassmen day yep. at uh at uh, texas which they called the texas elite bash Texas Elite Bash. I had to look that up. You had that in the thing. I was like, what's the Texas Elite Bash? It's what they called their underclassmen day. Yep. He picked up an offer from Texas. He's already got offers from places like uh, SMU, TCU, Tech, UTSA, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Apparently, A&M's probably, it sounds like they're yeah. on, the, on the verge of offering him as well. Uh, but Riley Wormley was a guy who got some pretty decent run as a freshman there at Colleyville Heritage. Um, he ran, he went to the SMU camp. He ran a 4-4-5 in the 40. That will catch some eyeballs. Uh, yeah, Riley Wormley, a name to know this year, next year, the year after that, and then he goes to college. You know what? And I, I've went out to two seven-on-seven events to try to catch Riley Wormley competing in the spring, and both times he's been on a, a, a huge trip to um, Oklahoma. He's been on a big trip to you know, SMU for camp. So, I mean, I just keep missing missing him hope hopeful to still catch him this this off season to see his how he's developed but he was a guy who came onto the scene and put up 400 yards against stiff texas high school mm-hmm. football competition as a freshman and what i really like about him is his balance he's rated as a running back i kind of see him as an athlete a guy who could play wide receiver or running back at the next level uh good on special teams but he racked up over 200 yards catching the rock and he racked up over 200 yards rushing the rock so a very versatile weapon for colleyville heritage and they have another guy in that 2025 class that you should really know about and that's Braden blewett already mm-hmm. has an offer from texas tech so the future is bright if you're a colleyville heritage fan and and things are just starting to pop off for riley wormley of note uh Riley Wormley, at least his team, will be in College Station next week. They have qualified for State 7-on-7. Seven seven, so My third uh, chance. We are, another, we are going to try op- to make it happen. Another opportunity to see Riley Wormley uh, in person. But who knows? He may be going to uh, visit like the Jacksonville Jaguars or something. Kirk Martin speaks very highly of him. I yes. did have a chance to chop it up with him at the Melissa State Qualifier, even though Wormley wasn't there. He put in a good word of recommendation. Uh, that, that goes a long way when you're talking about a guy, uh, a guy like Kirk Martin. Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week. We're going to talk about uh, one of the very best quarterbacks in the class of 2023. That's Dripping Springs 2023 quarterback Austin Novosad. Austin Novosad is presently committed to Baylor. He is, I would say, I don't know if he's the highest rated Baylor commit right now. He's not, but we're going to talk a little bit about this, hopefully, in Um, this segment. I I think it's fair to call him at least a a real important cog in the Baylor recruiting class right now. I think I don't know if I'm talking out of school for that. He was an Elite 11 finalist. Uh, but things may be getting interesting for Austin Novosad as he has recently picked up an offer from Ohio State and went on an official visit. You always say, Powers, don't listen to what they say, see what they do. When a quarterback visits Ohio State, that's got to be certainly raising some eyebrows at least Waco way. 
Yeah, no doubt. And he's got a uh, he's piggybacking the official visit to Ohio State, which was this past weekend, with an official visit to Baylor this weekend. And he's going to compare and contrast those two visits, you know, right on top of one another. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge weekend for the future of the Baylor program, as I see it, because Austin Novosad is a very talented dude. And I want to kind of segue that into, again, we've – we have really focused on this as many times as possible with the class of 2023. This class is as deep as any class I can remember covering. Interesting. Top to bottom. I'm talking about the top 200-ish guys, top 150 to 200 guys. These guys are all studs. And when you go outside of our top 50 and those first-time listeners today, the top five in the state are five stars. The next 45 up to the top 50 are four stars. And if you're outside of that top 50, then you're a three-star recruit by you're, and large. Yeah, you're, you're eligible to be a, top, uh, a three-star recruit. Right. Yeah. So uh, Novosad is number 51. Yeah. Okay. Let, so and it's such a – I almost feel like it's a – we need a cheat code yeah. this year for this year's class because you look down that list. I mean, I'm just going to name some names like just in the defensive secondary. Okay. Right. Warren Roberson. Uh, three Cal- Calvin Simpson Hunt. DC, DCTF three star. DCTF three star. These so, guys are not right. even in the top sixty. So let me put you. Let me put you on the spot then, because you you mentioned that you mentioned and Austin Novosad's pretty special. I think that, that goes without saying that right now we have him as a three star. Uh, in a lot of other years, he would be a four star. You know things like that. If we were to remove the top fifty rule, in the sense okay. that if you if you I think I like the idea of the top five or five stars. Right. Let's keep yes. that in place. But if you were to say instead of six through 50 are four stars, if you were to go six through wherever you find the cutoff, okay, how many four stars would be in this class? I like, I would personally just. So right now we have 45. At a quick glance. Yeah. I watched Warren Roberson mm-hmm. um, two weeks ago at a, a state qualifying event. He's a four star guy. And, and he's, he's number 74. So you're talking you would want to extend it at least 24 players. Right. Or, I mean, Roberson, Roberson may move up. Yeah. You know? He may yeah. move up. But I think he should move up based on what I've seen so far, and we'll get another chance to evaluate him, you know, next week at the, the state 7-on-7 tournament. But just to go, you know, a few guys in front of him, Jordan Bailey, commitment to TCU yep. from Ditton Ryan, one of the most explosive athletes in the state, easily. Great highlight take. Mm-hmm. Vernon Glover, a defensive back with size and offers from all the top schools. Montreal Hatton, mm-hmm. you got to watch him last year at the state seven on seven and in Stud. season. Stud. Quentin Joyner, yeah. Calvin Simpson Hunt, mm-hmm. Riley Van Poppel, yeah. Riley Van Poppel, the Argyle kid. Anthony Evans is a three. I love Anthony Evans. Speed, uh, technique, sound. Route. He's probably the best route runner in the state. Number yeah. 66 in the state. But this, just a, a sampling of the guys, and to just kind of turn that back into what we were talking about, Novosad and why I think he's so important to Baylor's recruiting efforts in 2023, they did not sign a quarterback in 2022. Mm-hmm. That was my one critique of the class. They had put together a great class, but if they would have had a quarterback in that class, it would have bumped them up even higher up the list. And if you go a year, or two years in a row without signing a top guy, I think that that's problematic. There are other top guys in the state, but this isn't – a particularly deep year mm-hmm. at quarterback. We talk about these other positions and how great a year it is in state. The quarterback talent isn't as good as it was last year, and it's not going to be as good as it is next year. So if they lose Austin Novosad, that's going to be a setback, and it's going to be hard to replace him on that commitment list. 
this is really interesting. Like, I don't, I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I'm, I'm, this is the kind of conversation I, I like having with you. Reed McKeska. He's, he's number correct. 63. He's 47 correct. offers. He's gonna, 47 <laughs> offers. He's just going to keep reading up the <laughs> I love that. He's Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stick around because. You know I don't like to talk about Mike Roach. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Also on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. I have something exciting to tell you guys. Okay? So, right now, if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Go become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Get the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell. 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football mailed directly to you, fresh off the stand, uh, fresh off the printer. We've uh, secured enough copies to take care of our subscribers. If you go today, I've got a couple of. We're, we're starting a competition. Okay, we're starting a little competition. You can use. We have three different codes you can use. Okay, you get five percent off a subscription if you use the code Birds Up. B-I-R-D-S-U-U-P, U-P, U-P, which is for UTSA. Reckham, W-R-E-C-K-E-M, I'm not having, not enjoying spelling on the air, uh, for tech. Or The Mecca, T-H-E-M-E-C-C-A, for South Oak Cliff. Our three cover subjects this year. Go in there, and we're going to keep track of which fan base uh, uses those codes the most. If you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe and use those promo codes, it's Birds Up for UTSA, Reckham for Texas Tech, and The Mecca for South Oak Cliff. You can get uh, 5% off of your subscription if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Hey, uh, Malpal, can I tell you about our friends at, uh, at Athletes to Athletes? Yes, you sure can. You sure? Uh, yep. How sure are you? I'm pretty sure. Hey, did you guys know playing football at the college level is a dream shared by many high school athletes in the state of Texas, but there's more that goes into making that dream a reality than just the on-field performance. There's academics, culture, interests, location. They're just some of the areas that need significant consideration. So what if I told you that there is a college counseling program that could help you navigate this process from start to finish, developed specifically for student-athletes? Headquarters right here in the Lone Star State, Athletes to Athletes is just what you need. As the best college counseling service available to student athletes, this local business is founded or is focused solely on helping student athletes find the right college programs for their needs, both on and off the field. That's the important part here. This program encompasses all the expertise and services of the traditional college counselor with some added programs, tools, and resources that are unique to the student athlete experience. So do me a favor. Go to athletes2athletes.com slash DC today and schedule your free info session and see how they can help you pursue the best college program for you. Don't take my word for it. Just go to athletes2athletes.com slash DC today to schedule your free info session and hear about our friends of Athletes to Athletes. There's also a QR code. You can scan that QR code. Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We caught up with Horns 247 recruiting insider Mike Roach, and things are really heating up in Austin on the recruiting front, mm-hmm. front right now. And we talked about a pretty hot subject in Arch Manning. So Oof. he's set for a big trip to Austin this week, and Mike yeah, has the is. inside dish. Here is Mike Roach here with Greg Powers here on Texas Football today. It's this week in recruiting, and I'm joined by Horns 247 recruiting insider Mike Roach, one of my good friends. Man, I'm so happy and thrilled to have you on the show, as always. Um, thanks for jumping on with us. 
Always excited to be on with you, my man, and uh, always excited to do stuff with uh, the greatness of uh, Dave Campbell's. Appreciate that uh, shout out. And of course, you are one of the top recruiting insiders, not only in the state of Texas, but the entire nation. You're always plugged in with the latest goings on. And uh, one of the guys, I'm not going to bury the lead this time. I got to jump. I got to jump straight to it because one of the guys I get a lot of questions about, and he's not even from the Lone Star State, is quarterback Arch Manning. And I think it's probably some combination of name, power, talent, and, you know, position value that brings him up all the time. But uh, what's, what's the latest on Arch and, and as it relates specifically to Tech? Well, we're set for another weekend of Arch Madness in Austin um, as he uh, is coming in for his official visit. Um, it is, uh, let me count them. I think it's his fourth visit to Texas. Uh, he's done uh, two springs and uh, a fall and then this one. So, yeah, that'd be his fourth visit to Texas. Um, and it's kind of, I would say, the culmination of everything Steve Sarkeesian's been working for in recruiting. It's kind of comes to this weekend, and that's because him being the number one player in the class, him being able to attract other talent, the name power being from what I call the first family of football, you know, um, all those things come together to make it such a high-profile recruitment. And, there, you know, there's one or two of these every year, but like, I don't know. It just, I haven't ever covered one like this. So um, I think Texas is, uh, has kind of gone from dark horse and a school that people have talked about, Hey, maybe they could, you know, hang around to, Oh, they're a, they're right in it with, with Georgia. Um, and, and I would say, <laughs> but I also say Alabama, despite the fact Alabama has a quarterback commitment, Arch still took his uh, official visit to Tuscaloosa last week. This will be his last one. Um, and then we don't really know what's going to happen. You know, there's uh, there was a lot of thought that he takes all of his visits and makes a decision this summer, but he has talked about pushing it out to the fall. And if that happens, you know, it just gets crazier and crazier. So um yeah, it's going to be a big weekend in Austin. A lot of big visitors actually coming, uh, aside from Arch Manning, including you know, like Malik Muhammad from uh, South Oak Cliff, uh, Jaquez Petaway from uh, Langham Creek down in the Houston area, Mikhail Harrison Pilot from Temple, um, and, and Will Randall, who's Arch's uh, good friend and, and teammate. So uh, it'll be a big weekend in Austin, and uh, you know, I'm sure I'll be uh, on call all weekend. There's a lot of talk about Arch Manning's recruitment as it relates specifically to some other top guys in the state. And I think the names that are probably most bandied about whenever, you know, talking about that is John Tay Cook and Ruben Owens. I've been in the recruiting game a long time, Mike, and I know that there are um, certain guys who want to play with each other. But when it really boils down to it, it almost always is a very uh, individual recruiting process despite the fact that some of these guys uh, want to probably be on the same team together if it all works out in a dream world are these recruitments really that closely related is arts that magnetic in the recruiting process as you've covered it I mean you've you've been around it now and covering it for a while is he that special of a that special type of recruit who will just automatically draw others into the class Every year we go into it, and I'm guilty of it too, and I get sucked into like, the, well, this guy wants to play with that guy. Uh, and then when the rubber meets the road, those guys all make their own different decisions. It happens every single year. I think if you look at it from a perspective of somebody like John T. Cook, he's already pretty high on Texas. I think they could win him with or without Arch Manning. I think adding Arch Manning is like, okay, I'm a receiver. I want that 
quarterback that, you know, it's coming in, but Jonte's also kind of realized, and we've taught, he and I have talked about this, that like for a player of his talent, maybe the quarterback coming into your class is not the guy you're going to play with a lot. You're probably going to play with the older quarterbacks on the roster. And then, you know, uh, the quarterback you come in with may, may be in the back half of your career. So I think that, yeah, for Jonte, I think it, it helps a little. And I think Texas is, is going to be a really tough beat regardless for Ruben Owens. You know, they've, he and Arch have struck up an early, early friendship. And, and I think that's the interesting thing about Arch is he doesn't go to camps. He doesn't really do seven on seven. He doesn't talk to media except for if you go to the school and he's, he's always very nice and accommodating. He's not a bad kid at all, but he has like been reaching out to kids all over the country and forming these relationships and bonds. So I do think there is a little bit of that magnetic sense, but you know, in the end, these, these kids are going to make their own calls. I want to shift gears a little bit to what Texas has already done on the recruiting trail. They picked up a big out of state tight end commitment this week um, from out in California, but they also have five in-state commitments on the list right now. And, And, you know, all of them are really, really talented guys. I'm just going to pull the list up as I talk about him here a little bit, just to kind of talk about, you know, you know, Samaji Burel uh, is a guy that I really like in the class. Dylan Spencer, another very, very talented player as well. Um, Won't you kind of give me, you know, maybe one or two guys off of the current commitment list who Texas Longhorns fans should really uh, pay attention to and be excited about since they've already gained their verbal commitment. I mean, you mentioned Burrell and Spencer. I like both those guys. They're both guys at big need areas, especially Spencer, who, you know, when we saw him in the spring, has an SEC body, you know, big, long kid, 6'5", I would guess, long arms, 250-plus, probably a play at 285, just the kind of defensive line body you need if you're going to the SEC. The kid I love is Ryan Niblett from Aldi and Eisenhower. I mean, when you talk about just pure speed at the receiver position, this is a kid that ran 10-4 in the 100 uh, during the spring. I went to his regional track meet, uh, maybe in his area track meet. I went to his area track meet, and he won gold in four events, uh, all four events he competed in. I mean, he is a a special, special athlete and, and the kind of guy that if you can just get him the ball in space, he's going to make some things happen. So he's the guy I'm really excited about. I think they have a chance to put together they're a really dynamic receiving class. Um, you know, if they can add Jonte Cook and Jaquez Petaway to Niblet, who's already uh, in the group. That would be a special class of speed, too, especially when you take into account Trey Wisner, at this, who's now at DeSoto now as well, another guy who has that dynamic change of pace, you know, with the football in his hands. I think it's, it's really sorting out to be pretty special. Um, but there are some big targets still on the board and I want to kind of focus on the in-state list right now a a little bit who are the guys that we should probably pay most or the closest attention to heading down the recruiting home stretch as you know the early signing period approaches Who who are those big names that Texas really has a chance to lure in well on the offensive line I think that you know obviously they signed probably the number one class offensive line class in the country last year uh, with seven guys, big names, uh, Kelvin Banks and Cam Williams and and, uh, Devon Campbell in there as well. Um, So, you know, I don't expect them to take as big of a group, but you always got to take a good line class. And I think Jaden Chapman from Harker Heights is going to be a guy to watch. I think Connor Stroh from Frisco Wakeland, those are two guys uh, that I can see, you know, 
potentially ending up in this class. The defensive side of the ball is really where it gets interesting to me because they're in the mix for a lot of big name guys, but it, they're not, I wouldn't say a heavy favorite for any of them. So they could walk away with a lot of talent or they could walk away with, you know, some misses there. And I think when you look at guys like Anthony Hill, obviously Darian Gallette from Marlin, um, you know, they're looking to really add to that linebacker room. And then in the secondary, JV and Taviano and Malik Muhammad, those are guys at the corner position. Um, they would love to add to a class that already has Jamel Johnson in, in the secondary. Uh, one school that's right up the street, won three state championships in a row, has a couple of guys offered by Texas, Jaden Greathouse and Colton Vasek. Um, are, is Texas squarely in the mix for keeping those guys at home, or, and what's the battle shaping up for those two guys specifically? Yeah, you know, I thought they were a heavy favorite for Greathouse in the spring, and, and a visit to Notre Dame has really got the Irish in it now. Great House is a guy that has been talking to Arch Manning a lot. I think every time Manning is in Austin, he's spending time with a couple of Westlake guys, including Great House. So I could see that one helping keep Great House home. F funny enough, as we record this, Colton Vosick is currently on his official visit to Texas uh, on a midweek trip. So I think Texas kind of maybe fell behind there in the spring and, and are trying to make up some ground. I think Oregon's really strong, but you know, Vosick is a Texas legacy. His dad played there. Um, and I think he is a, I think people nationally have kind of picked it up, but I think he's a special, special talent as an edge rusher. And we kind of saw that at the state championship game last year when he won defensive MVP, but you just don't see frames like that a whole lot. And I, and I think, you know, for me, he, he kind of had a slow start to his recruitment. I never got it. Yeah, he's a big-time player, and he's one of the guys that we recently bumped up. I think we moved him up to number nine in the in-state rankings, and just uh, a lot of that not only combined with film, but his his development off the field. You know, he's starting to have mm -hmm. some good weight, and he really passes the eyeball test now in addition to being a coach's son, which I think makes him even that more desirable that he understands the techniques and, you know, the nuances of playing along the defensive front. But that's why uh, – you listen to Mike Roach, you know, this is a guy who knows everything it, it, there is when it comes to recruiting. You can follow him at Mike Roach 247. And of course you can follow all of his fine work over at Horns 247, where he'll keep you dialed into all the latest goings on and keep you behind plugged in behind the scenes of Texas Longhorns recruiting. Mike, thanks for joining us today. And we look forward to uh, how this year is going to unwind. All right. I appreciate you guys always have me on. Shout out to the whole crew, you and uh, and I'm sure TJ will uh, will edit this video. So shout out to TJ. Hey, thanks for watching this clip here on YouTube. If you like this kind of stuff and you want more of it, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, you can hair. watch us live every weekday Yuck. at noon at TexasFootball.com, Facebook, Twitch, or here Shut on up, YouTube. Shut up, dum-dum. If you want more... <laughs> Mike Roach, 247 Sports, our buddy. He's going to be down there in College Station, right? Oh yeah, uh, he he wouldn't miss that. We already lamented about the weather. He's a, he's a he's a lifer. He's a yeah. He's 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 his brain is broken in the same way that our brains are broken. Recruiting people are really excited. I think about this year's tournament. The field is loaded. It is very prospect loaded. It's not. That's not always the case. No, it's seven on seven. Like, but like it does seem like it even like down to like division three. Like yeah. division three. Like the small schools stuff like that. There's some. I'm, Big time I'm really excited about There's the tournament bangers, this year. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be some new five stars and some new four stars. I'm calling it Whoa! now. There's going to be some That's new bold. stars given. I love it. I'm Let's excited. go over to Mallory Hartley for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. 
definitely subscribe. That's pretty much all Great. I had. Yeah, I had one. I had a lower thirds like to I guess Monday that said subscribe, 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 subscribe. So that was my final thought. Uh, the codes remember uh, for UTSA yes. it's birds up. For Tech, it's Reckham, and for South Oak Cliff, it's The Mecca, 5% off of a subscription, and we're going to track which codes get used the most, and the winner will be celebrated. Also, subscribe on YouTube, because we are close to 10,000 subscribers. We are close to 10,000 subscribers, so that's why I put that lower third down there. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to our buddy Mike Roach, 247 Sports, for being our guest. Powers, thanks for doing this. You want to do this again next week? I'll think about it. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll well, think about it. It's a, day, it's a day-to-day basis. For Mallory Hartley, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.